Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you live your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser. I'm a positive health psychologist and also author of the award-winning and best-selling book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym, which is the place where you can find all kinds of information relating to positive psychology, goal-achieving psychology, wellness, rejuvenating, and everything along the line of helping us to grow and become the best versions of ourselves for as long as we live. This is the final podcast of the year 2020. As is typically the case, we take off the last two weeks of the year and the first week of the new year in order to both replenish ourselves, uh, to give ourselves, both me and you, a break from the podcasts, and to focus on celebrating the holidays in your favorite tradition. As you know, most of these podcasts feature interesting guests who lead their lives enthusiastically and can help us in doing the same thing from their own perspectives. Because this is kind of a special podcast, I thought that I would fly solo today and go over a few things that can be helpful as we wrap up the old year, look forward to the new year. First of all, 2020 has been a year that is unlike any that any of us have experienced in the past. It's been very unique and not necessarily in a good way. We've had to deal with a global pandemic that has resulted in too many lives lost, too many lives shattered by illness and by the impact of the illness. For example, the economies of so many countries have gone really south and not been able to recover for many, many people. So the fact is that, especially now with the second surge of COVID-19 cases, all of us probably know somebody who has been affected by the disease. Some of us may know people who have died from it. And probably all of us know people whose careers have been disrupted by COVID-19. There are entire industries, such as restaurants and the performing arts, where there have been massive closures and people losing their jobs. There have been very few industries who have come through this unscathed, although there have been a few like the delivery business that have probably grown exponentially as a result of people staying home and ordering both products and food and lots of other things. So, you know, it hasn't been the best of years for most of us, and probably some would, if you had to rank years, it would be putting it near the bottom. It's also, for those of us who live in the United States, we've just gone through a very divisive presidential election, and 
There are all kinds of other things that probably would have happened whether or not we had the pandemic. There have been climate disasters, entire areas that have been burned out by massive forest fires. There has been civil unrest, both in the United States and throughout the world. As a result of the pandemic, we're seeing long lines, both to get tested for coronavirus and also long lines for food. People who never expected and never had to rely upon others to support their need for food and clothing in some cases and lots of other things. In addition, we've, you know, every year brings individual personal crises and there undoubtedly have been many of those that we've had to deal with that, you know, would have been there whether or not the pandemic had occurred. Unrelated illnesses, deaths in the family, jobs moving to other locations, and other types of losses or disturbances of the status quo. And yet, in the midst of all this, some good things have happened, and I think we shouldn't let 2020 leave without at least noticing those. Because so many people have had a negative impact on their lives by the crisis, other people have stepped up. And there have been lots of volunteers coming forth to help others. In some cases, we've had landlords or others who have been very patient with their demands for rent and so on. Many of us have patronized restaurants for takeout food and tipped quite generously to support those restaurants that are still in business and who are able to continue functioning that way. As I was taking my 45-minute walk today on a pretty cold day, it was 40 degrees in Philadelphia, I passed a number of restaurants who had built hut-like structures on three sides to serve food no matter what the climate is like outside, what the weather is like, what the temperature is like. And in 40-degree temperatures, I saw lots of people who were actually eating lunch and patronizing their restaurants. We've seen other things in a real positive note. Every day, people who are now called essential workers have put their lives on the line so that all of us could get our food, gas for our cars, our mail, and they've kept our streets generally safe, and as police and fire and ambulance services have continued to function. As civil unrest has grown, it has sensitized a number of people to the notion of diversity. There is much more being said about diversity, much more acceptance and effort made along those lines. In my field of psychology, there's an increasing number of webinars and other kinds of programs devoted to help us become more accepting of the fact that we are one people and 
when everybody has a chance, then everybody benefits. In addition, we've become rather creative in learning how to keep in touch with family and friends and coworkers. Some of us have learned new ways of doing our jobs remotely. And some people have had a crash course in learning technology, how to use Zoom and FaceTime and various ways of being able to interact with people who are close with us, whom we can't really reach out and touch. And, you know, it's been very disappointing for many of us. I miss the opportunity to hug my grandchildren. You know, we do see them some outside, but, you know, everybody has to be careful at a time like this. But one of the big pluses also is the fact that vaccines are being developed at a rapid speed and they should be available to some people before the year is up and probably to everybody in 2021. Another good thing that's happened is we've probably learned some really basic ideas of how to stay safe and maintain proper hygiene. We've learned that it's not that uncomfortable to wear a mask once you're used to it. Social distancing is, you know, it's not fun, but if it keeps us safer, it's certainly worth it. And I don't know that I could ever wash my hands again without singing happy birthday twice, which takes the required 20 seconds to get your hands clean. So there are some good things that we've got to be thankful for. Certainly those of us who still have our health and have our jobs and have our loved ones are particularly blessed. But it's important to also recognize that the need for social connectedness is critical even for those who have been less fortunate. And it's important to be sensitized to their needs, to be able to reach out to them and be a new and different kind of person as we approach 2021. Before dealing with 2021, however, I do want to take a moment to express what I think all of us should feel toward my colleagues in the healthcare area, particularly those who work in emergency medicine or who have been working on COVID floors, in many cases, working extra hours early in the pandemic, having limited protective equipment and working without complaints in most cases and without any trace of selfishness. I am so proud to be in the healthcare field and have them as my colleagues. And I just think it's very important to recognize that whatever this year has been like, it would have been a whole lot worse without such dedicated medical professionals in a broad range of areas, including physicians, nurses, office personnel, nurses, aides, custodial workers, and others. Keeping that in mind, let's look to our 2021 and just hope that things are going to be a lot 
better than we've gone through the past several months. Vaccines are on the horizon. There is a great hope that the world will be better and healthier before too long. Other good things to look forward to is the fact that we've learned in many cases to pull together to help each other to show a greater degree of compassion and hopefully this will continue. One of the great things about 2021 is that there won't be a presidential election coming up this year. It's been a tremendously divisive election in the United States. And I know that this is kind of mirrored by some of the ways in which people interact in other countries. But it's time to call upon the lessons of positive psychology, of optimism. It's time to call upon what we're trying to promote here, enthusiasm about life and being able to live it to its fullest and not in a negative way. So regardless of who you may have voted for if you live in the United States, it's time to pull together and do our traditional job of hoping and wishing that our new president will be successful. But that's a little bit distant for many of us. The most important thing is that we learn from these lessons of the past year, that we learn how to stay safe, stay healthy, stay neighborly, and implement some of the messages that we may have learned. I've learned how to do therapy with my patients remotely. I've become much more technologically able than I was before, and I'm now building a course that will be directed at helping others to lead their lives in the most effective way. So again, let's say goodbye to 2020. Let's recognize the good along with the bad, and let's take the lessons of it and the appreciation for the people who helped us to be successful, to get through the year. Let's take that appreciation and apply it to others who may be helping us or interacting with us in less dramatic ways as we go forward. In other words, let's become better for what we've gone through and let's make a difference in the world. So for the next, the final two weeks of December and the first week of January, we won't be having this podcast, but the next episode will occur on Tuesday, January 12th, and then we should be going weekly from then on. In the meantime, I hope that you've enjoyed the podcasts. I hope that you will consider downloading, rating, putting comments on, as well as also visiting the mental health gym to gain and spread the knowledge of positive psychology and wellness, and also to suggest future guests for podcasts in 2021. So whatever holiday you're celebrating, I hope that you will have the most wonderful of holiday seasons that you can, even if it's a socially distant one. 
let's bring in the new year with hopes for tremendous happiness and a new way of relating to others. And let's make the world better in 2021. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive, and I'll talk with you next year. This has been Dr. Ron Kaiser, and I'm signing off until 2021.